Ben. Yep. Daniel, David, Chris. But um, but thank you guys for coming, right. man. Um, and I'm glad it's in person because I know when we when we when we spoke, like we was gonna just do it via Zoom because it was in Newcastle. But then at that point, um, you didn't tell me about David and Daniel joining as well. So I yeah, think it's quite. So it seems like from the lo- our last convo, it's kind of like grown. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, that's that that's like good to see. Like and because I remember when we spoke, I, I literally just thought there's not a lot of men that kind of that I know of anyway that talk about um, like their experience with baby loss because predominantly of course it's it's the woman that goes through it yeah and naturally I won't say they feel it more but we don't we don't carry babies so we, we, we only know it. we can yeah. do a certain yeah. well not not physical pain anyway no. I mean, but also there's a lot of emotional emotional pain that comes with it as well so I really appreciate you guys being open and discuss because again it's not easy um, uh, we've both been through grief ourselves, you know, through the loss of our parents. So that's another um, experience, but also like losing, you know, a, a child through, you know, like, that miscarriage. I'm sure it's, it's has its own kind of um, emotions as well. And yeah. a lot, and a lot of the time, not for not all men, but some of us, there's no way to kind of channel that, or we don't deal with it. Just you know, as they always say, get on with it things like that so it's really good like what you guys are doing um with it so just a little introduction t- into yourselves and just tell us a bit more about you know this amazing um thing of miscarriage for men that you guys are doing yeah so um obviously i started miscarriage for men off um on the back of me and my wife going through a miscarriage back in february um at that time i very i very quickly realized that there was uh, not a lot of stuff out there for guys you know dealing with this sort of thing um, as you mentioned before, there you know there's some there's some great charities out there who are willing to help you. You know, Miscarriage Association, Tommy's, Four Lewis, all these guys are all great at what they do. Um, but a lot of it is tailor-made towards women, and rightly so. You know, they're going through it physically, they're going through it mentally. Um, but there is an element of grief there for you know the would-be father as well. For me, it was um, it was one it was the kind of the unknown. You know, that was the that was the big thing for me because I'd never been through this before. Um, I didn't know what was next. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, my wife's being told she has to go into the hospital by herself. You know, all this type of stuff. So you've got these all these thoughts running around your head. And I was trying to find some sort of peer-to-peer support whereby I could call on guys who'd been through this with this sort of experience and say, guys, what should I expect next? But I couldn't find anything like that. Um, and I thought, you know what it is? Now's the opportunity for me to use my grief to build something like that to build a platform where guys can come on they can speak to guys who've been through it who've gone through it through a multitude of different uh, pregnancy losses whether it be miscarriage or stillbirth or you know and everything in between um yeah and we very quickly realized that it was something that's been long needed um you know we're here now you know six seven months down the line um the platform's been absolutely hammered by guys coming on and you know asking for advice and um, you know, and we're very active within the social media world as well, with, with Instagram and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and it was just basically being able to give a platform where where guys can come on, you know, and express their feelings and and get the help they need. But not only just for them, but also for the partners as well. And there's a lot of people who who come <coughs> to the website who are, are looking for help, not just for themselves, but also for the partners and don't know where to turn to. So the way we kind of see ourselves right now is is where they kind of middlemen. You know, if they want to come and just have a chat to a group of guys, yeah, you can talk to us via the inbox or via the page on the forum. 
or if you want further help, we can, we're actually collaborating with different charities in order to be, be able to offer them avenues out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great, man. I think it's like just seeing that there's a lot of people, because when you like start something, and I'm sure you probably know that you, you don't know where it's going to go, but just seeing the output of people coming together and saying, look, because a lot of the time it just takes one kind of platform or just one safe space for people to go to that, you know, because I remember when we spoke, you did kind of say even people who aren't even going through such a loss are even coming to just to have a, a place where they can just vent amongst other things and just talked about their issues because there's a, there's a lot that goes on like with men in general, but at the same time, it's often because I always feel like with mental health, it, it is we all have mental health, but it's it's poor mental health that a lot of us do have, and it's like if it's not, like with anything, if it's not managed, looked after, or if you're not realizing actually I'm I'm just getting on with things, I'm not dealing with it up here, then over time like it's gonna deteriorate. So mm -hmm. you you need to kind of do something that's best like for you. For everyone is different. Some people it might not be like sh talking. There might be other things that that is conducive for their mental health. So I think that's that's important and it's it's good to know that there are platforms out there that are caring to, you know, that cause because like you said, like we don't understand the, the pain that women go through, but at the same time we feel things as well. Yeah. So I think it's it's important not to kind of um feed into that kind of condition of or just because we're the guys, we must just like get on with things. I, I mean yeah Cool. Guys can take a lot, a lot on and stuff, but you also need to make sure you're looking after yourself um, as well. And I, and that's you know, and that's that's what it's all about. Because I think you know, we all we're all <coughs> enough yet to admit that you know, you do you do turn to it. You do you know you do end up in a dark place because when you don't know you don't when you don't know what you're actually looking for. So I was making sure that my wife was all right, and then then I was trying to go online and try to find answers. And suddenly you find yourself down a rabbit hole because you're reading all this different stuff and you don't know what's going on. But there wasn't actually any way that could provide the answers that I was looking for, and I'm sure you know you guys were probably yeah. you know in in the same mm -hmm. in the same boat, whereby you know there's so much going around in your head at that point, you just you know you're just all over the place. But then you get up the next morning and you go to work, or you go you know and just you know you kind of shut it away, and it's only it's only when something triggers that event then you're kind of like you know what it is, I'm struggling here, I need I need to be able to just talk to somebody, and as I said when we first spoke, you know. I've got a I've got a great support network. You know my two my two best friends. I can I can speak to them any time of the day or night. Not a problem. But not everybody's got that, mm. you know. And not everybody will understand the situation that you're in. You know, you hear this uh, this whole you know toxic masculinity type thing, isn't it? You know, where by it's like yeah, you're young enough, you can try again. You know, and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And that's you know that's not what you want to hear. But it's because people don't know how to talk about miscarriage, and that's the that's the thing that we want to try and change, and certainly work with people to be able to change that to say. You know, it is okay to talk about it, but you need to remember the stuff that you're that you're saying is not necessarily the stuff that people want to hear. You know, the likes of you know you're young enough to try again. Oh, you know it wasn't meant to be. You know, all this type of stuff because you don't know what's going on. You know, in the in the background of that. You know, this this these would be parents could have been trying for six seven years and they've eventually fell pregnant and then they've had to go through this. You know, and that's and that's life shattering. You know, because all of a sudden that dream that they've had has has been ripped away from them. Um, as you say, it is a very individual um, experience as well. So, regardless of what you're going through, there's a history, there's a past, there's a future of what you're trying to get through. But no one's ever been through it. My personal story is uh, we had two miscarriages. One was from a cool minor pregnancy. 
to know and there's anything in that. Uh, and they would never have heard of it unless you went through it. It's one of those things. And it, it, it's, it makes me uh, have some sort of sympathy around Chris's situation. But then Chris, if they've got a daughter already, and they've had this miscarriage. Other people I know have got a daughter already, and they've had nine miscarriages. Others really try and, to try and uh, get to the point where they're pregnant, even. And it's, there's so many different avenues and things that um, can, can change your experience with that, and how you deal with it from a mental aspect, from your approach mentally, and how strong you are, or weak you are, or whatever, as a, as a guy. Ultimately, what it comes down to is you need somebody or somewhere you can go to and go, what's next? How do I get through this? And we're not going to have all the answers, but we're going to listen. And we're going to try and help on that journey. And that's a, what it's about. Yeah. My my interaction with Chris at the beginning was somehow he turned up on my LinkedIn. I don't, still don't know to this day <laughs> how it ended up. We were just we were just talking about it before there when we were when we were waiting to meet you, and um, you know it we're actually helping people via third party as well, which is great because um, I had a lady who reached out onto me in LinkedIn. She, you know she doesn't know me. We've never we've never spoke before, but she knew about the miscarriage from M platform. She, her and her partner had gone through a miscarriage. She um, had been speaking to him and explained about you know what what services we were offering and offering this peer to peer support. And he wasn't quite ready to reach out to people. He kind of, you know, he didn't feel in that mindset. But what it did do was it opened the avenue because he started, he spoke to his friend about it and said, oh, you know, my partner has asked us to go on Miscarriage for Men and have a look about it. And they started chatting about it. And he didn't even know that his best friend had been through Miscarriage because they didn't talk about it. You know, and it's not something that's widely talked about. And what we want to do is, is try and break that stigma and get people talking about it. And you know, let them know it is all right to talk about it. You know, you don't have to bottle all your feelings up. Uh, you can come and have a chat with us. And, you know, like we say, we might not have all the answers, but even if we don't, we will make sure that we find somebody who does have the answers for you. Um, and that's what we're trying to do now, you know, with uh, with uh, with different collaborations with the different charities that are available. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll work with any charities that come out who are, you know, supporting the same causes because it, it, it does need it does need more broadcast around it. That's you know that's the be all and end all. And I think one of the big things for me was was that um, you know I look at my daughter now she's thirteen in two weeks time, and you know she's in in her second year in high school. She's going through sex education and stuff like that. In sex education, you never hear about miscarriage or anything like this. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Why not approach it at that level to say yes? Okay, you know you're talking about babies and how they're conceived and all this type of stuff. But what about the negativity stuff? Yes, you don't want to be negative. 
but it's, it's real life, you know, and that these sorts of things can happen, you know, and that's where, um, because obviously I explained to my daughter, you know, what had gone on and, you know, um, what, what was our next steps in terms of what we had to do. Um, we've actually incorporated her into part of our team, helping out with events and stuff like that. Um, you know, she's not anything to do with the, with the actual website, but in terms of diary requests and stuff like that. Um, you know, and I explained about it and people were like, oh, do you think that was the right thing? Absolutely. Because the thing is now, you know, in however many years when she settles down with someone and decides to have kids or whatever, and it comes to the point that, you know, touch what it doesn't happen, but if she ever had a miscarriage or anything like that, she's got that mentally prepared already because she knows that we've been through it and she knows that she can open up to us and, you know, come and speak to us and, you know, ask us any questions that she's got. But mm -hmm. again, going back to the whole, you know, uh, scholarship side of stuff is that, you know, they're quite happy to teach sex education in schools, but should they also teach about the negativity stuff that can actually happen mm. to mentally prepare people for that scenario? Yeah. I think I think <clears throat> there's there's some powerful points you you mentioned there, Chris. I think that that latter one about about the schooling. I think that that could probably go further as well. And and even as adults, when you go through the you know the prenatal classes or, or you, you, with the midwife go for scans and things, I think. You know, it's, it's an un, un, an unfortunate discussion to have, or not a nice conversation to have. But setting that expectation that actually this is this is real life. It yeah. does happen. Um, if it does happen, here's the kind of things that are available. I think, you know, that's something that, you know, I think we've all not had. It's not there. It's not present. It's a bit of a taboo subject. Um, and I think that again resonates with that that social situation where, especially you know, for me it was, you know, you go through the experience on a few occasions and you think, well. As you were saying, Jermaine, should should I just man up? Should you know, is it just just suck up and get on with it? Is that what you're meant to do here? And mm. you know, it's quite I think it's quite a traumatic experience, you know, for, for the women, you know, my gosh, you know, physically and mentally they they go through, you know, a horrible time. Um, I think, you know, we've had we've had conversations amongst ourselves and with other people about, you know, you sort of shoulder a little bit of that responsibility, I guess, that trauma and, and try to protect your partner when they go through this process. Um but it's it's not necessarily something you when you go for a beer with your mates you know you want to say oh you know I've had this experience it's it is a bit of a negative you know a, a down sort of topic um, but I think you know point you raised Chris actually in my experience the it's only a few years after it's happened that you're sitting around having a beer and and it kind of comes up in discussion you realise yeah. that three four five of your mates have all been through it just no one's known how to talk about it at the time um, and that's you know exactly where we feel we we come into play it's it's that that peer-to-peer -peer kind of, hey guys, I'm having a bit of a crap time. You know, yeah. I've, I've been through this experience. You know, what, what should I expect next? What what typically happens? What have you guys done? Where do I turn? Um, and that's, I think, where there's been a bit of a void um, that perhaps, you know, we we can be really strongly positioned to, to fill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I was even gonna say, like, with your experience, was it, was, did you feel, because um, usually when, you know, we get to a point where we need to reach out to, to people, it's often at the, I don't want to say at breaking point. So mm. not usually at a point where, well, for some anyway, not usually at a point mm. where like you just kind of wake up actually and say, I need to talk to someone. But it, it's usually a thing where like where you feel like enough's enough. Like I've, I can't cope mentally. With your experience, was it more like that for you, or did you just feel generally you wanted to just talk to someone who had been through? Um, no, I think I think you know definitely took definitely took a bit of time. I think you know I I, I talk quite cynically about the experience we had. You know, you sort of get ushered down a corridor into into a lilac room or something aptly named, and given the leaflet to read for for half an hour, and then and then you're asked to leave the hospital. You know that that made me quite angry, um, and I think it was only after a period of time that you know just ended up bottling everything up and, and think, well, there's, there's nothing really here to talk about, so I just I just sort of try and get on with it. Um, 
and, and you know when you go through it again it kind of brings up you know the, the sort of the trauma again those historic feelings but um i think it kind of got to a point i think you know similar to a lot of people saw chris's post on linkedin uh, and and kind of as soon as i read it i was like man this is what i've been looking for for you know for years and and just i don't need a professional to sit there and tell me they feel sorry for me and you know they're sorry it's happened because it's it, you know that that doesn't solve anything for me um but, but speaking with chris and, and and the team it's you know you don't you don't have to open your heart out to them you can go as, as talk about as much as you want but um just knowing that you know you've got people in a similar situation you kind of understand it at a human level i think is is yeah. a big difference I, I fully agree with that and you know it's it's one of them where you bang on about the about the whole hospital element of it as well um like I said before, we've been collaborating with a few different um, charities and stuff recently, and there's a lot of people who are working on a lot of projects in the back in the back office, you know, trying to get things sorted, ready to to post at governmental level and stuff like that. One of the big things for me that needs to change with regards to you know miscarriage and stillbirth and all this kind of stuff is the fact that people who are going through that trauma are actually in a room that's directly opposite someone who's yeah. just about giving birth to yeah. that baby. You hear everything, you know. As well. So yeah. you have you've come out with the worst <laughs> news possible. And you're seeing people coming in with yeah, a car seat yeah. ready to give birth and stuff like that. And that's, you know, that's hard in itself. You know, that there should be separate elements for that. And, you know, the government can say what they want. It's down to money and whatever else they can say. But there needs to be more care around that. And um, there needs to be more empathy around it because, you know, there's nothing more soul destroying than a nurse coming into the room and saying, oh, look, you know, we're sorry, there's no heartbeat or, you know, whatever else. And then you're seeing somebody who's walking out with a brand new baby from exactly the same ward as where you're sat, yeah. you know, that kind of thing as well. Um, that That's really difficult. But it that's starting to get more notice now as well, um, which is which is really good because once they get to that point where they can push this out, um, hopefully the government will pick up on that and they'll start to look at this sort of thing through, you know, health plans and stuff like that because you know it's it's soul destroying you know it really is mm. um you know and you take nothing away from you know the parents it's not their fault you know yeah, it's um and it's one of them where i often get asked by by doing what i do do i feel any resentment when i see friends posting on their facebook saying oh we're expecting a baby and this that and the other and for me i don't you know I'd, not at all you know because what they're currently going through you know the excitement who knows the backstory you know again mm. goes back to that they could have been trying for years and years and years and you, you've never known about it you know when people say you know does that not affect you in the way that you know you wouldn't be happy for them absolutely not my best friends came and told me that they were expecting a baby hey happy days you know um uh, but there is there is an element of it as well where some people might not be as joyous as what other people are and it's probably because you don't know what's going on in their backstory you know they might have recently suffered a loss but not actually spoken to anyone about it so it's kind of trying to be mindful that if you expect your best friend to be all singing and dancing it might not be the case because you don't know what's going on in the backstory but then hopefully with the platform that we're trying to create that will allow people to open up and talk about it and go do you know what it is i'm so happy for you but if you think that made me wife aren't as happy as what you think we should be it's because of xyz you know, and yeah. that's what we're, we're trying to change that mantra that, you know, it is all right. It, it is all right to talk about this sort of stuff. Yeah, I think that's important. Like even just what you said about um, the experience of people, you know, in the hospitals who have gone through a miscarriage and they're seeing people simultaneously who've just given birth. Like in terms of like changes, when you say like more work needs to be done, do you mean in a sense where like there needs to be like separate wards or separate buildings where like, people can kind of who've experienced miscarriage can go into and just 
whether it's a few moments, a few hours to just kind of like process what's going on and like you said, next steps. Because I don't, I don't know how it works, but I'm sure like just being given a leaflet is going to be a bit like, well, like what, what's supposed to do with this? And I think, <laughs> I think we've all had that same thing because that's what happened with me and why, yeah. me and my wife, you know, we were given a lovely little memory box, which was beautiful from, um, which was supplied from Four Lewis, who was a, a local charity up in Newcastle. And that was beautiful. I had like a little teddy bear in and stuff like that. But we were get, from the NHS, we were given a leaflet, just this is what you should expect in the coming weeks and yeah. months. Anything else if you go online, medical, right? you know, it's yeah. Medical, yeah. It's going to happen, not the emotional and the mental side mm. of And for me, same, same sort of experience. I think the thing that needs to change along with Chris, appreciate maybe they're not going to have a separate ward for mental illness because it's not survivable. But yeah. a bit of thought around it, like the ability to shut like the, the shutters and the windows as they're walking past when you give you the news or a different way out of the building where you're not going to be going out the main entrance where everything's yeah. coming in. Yes. Mm. Just something like that. Yeah. It's mm. not difficult, it's not expensive, but a bit of thought around the mental side of what that impact can be. Because you're at a point, in my view, where you've got the bad news, you don't know what you're doing with it, you know that this thing is going to happen off the leaflet, but you're, you're probably your weakest and you're most upset, and you're mentally like trying to work on what's just happened, and your wife's exactly the same, probably worse, and then she's got to see what you expected to happen when you went in on that day for yeah. the scan, so you see what the outcome's going to be in nine months' time, or mm. six months' time, and you know that's now not yeah. But you've got to see it right in front of you. Yeah, it's, it's not nice. It's horrible. It's really It's not nice. It's not nice. Like, and even when I just kind of think back to what, what you're saying, everything it just kind of reminds me of um, something similar in the sense where um, I'm, 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 sure if, if you can, I'm not sure if you can relate, Ben, but like with, with me personally, like I, I, don't, I don't get jealous of other people, for example, who have parents and stuff, but I would say I do f feel something when I see like people, you know, whether it's just you know, oh, like, out with their parents or they're they're, they're celebrating a milestone with their parents, and I, I'm not like, oh, wow, why, why, why do they get that? And I don't. It's more mm -hmm. feeling like, damn, like, I wish. Yes. Yeah. I can have that because sometimes, and back to what you said about people saying, oh, you know, um, you can just try again. You've already got a door, so. From the outside looking in, it's like, yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. But then mm -hmm. again, no one knows the backstory, and sometimes I'm not saying I wish people would, would tell me things similar in the sense where, like, oh, you know, you, you lost your parents, but you'll be fine. But it's like when it's one parent, someone can say, oh, you know, yeah, you've really got, you still got one parent. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it's kind of both, it's like there's no. <laughs> what's the what's the re what's the rebuttal? There's the yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. nothing. But I think it's just about again, just for me, just using that kind of pain challenging something and again like it's a similar i always say like how me and ben met is is through that you know um like i'm sure you can you know tell the guys just like you know how like it's how how you're feeling of you know losing your parents and the sort of emotions you kind of like felt as well yeah i think it was hard because it happened for me at a very young age so before i, I reached 20 i lost my mom in 20 june 2015 and that was very hard to picture, um, so I've I did have an idea well with Jermaine to start a podcast, but it wasn't the right timing. So I thought, uh, let me wait four or five years, and then obviously we met all of a sudden, and now we've turned that negative experience into a positive one. And 
and I'm sure that's what you three are doing with um, miscarriage for men. Yeah, as well. So. Ab- absolutely, we. You know, that's the that was the be all and end all for me. Was uh, you know, like we mentioned before, Daniel says, you know, it's all just about helping that one other person. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can help one other person, then that one other person can hopefully go on and help one other person, mm-hmm. and. That might even be something simple as um, coming to us, having a chat with her. And like I say, you know, it doesn't even have to be about what's going on in their life. You know, it can be about football or the weather or boxing or, you know, whatever they want to talk about. But it's just getting them talking and letting them know they're not alone because there's nothing more scary in this world than being in a room with your own thoughts. That's the, mm. you know, that's the that's the hardest thing in the world. You know, and you're sat there and you've got a million and one things going through your mind thinking, you know, what do I need to do next? You know, and how do I get to this point where... I know that I'm going to be strong enough to support my family through this, what we're going through right now, you know, and that was the whole premise around starting Miscarriage for Men was that I don't want people feeling like that. I want to be able to use my grief to to help others, yep. you know, and let them know, you know, it will be okay. You know, there is people out here who you can talk to. We can put you in touch with people who um, are currently um, dealing with medical procedures. We have another guy who, who works with us called Jordan, who him and his partner are going through treatment now. Um, and, you know, there is a lot of stuff that's up and coming with regards to um, uh, to treatments and things, and we're trying to learn more about it as we move on. But getting these types of people alongside us to help us is what we want. You know, so therapists and stuff like that can reach out to us and say, you know, if you've got someone who, who wants to talk to a therapist, feel free to point them in our direction, you know, and we'll do a free consultation with them and have a chat with them. And we've had quite a few therapists who've reached out and said the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we want to do is we want to build a network network of resource that we can pinpoint people to yeah. if they need the professional, because we're not professionals, you know, we're, we're a group of guys who've, who've been through it. Yes, we've got life experience, but we're not medically trained, mm-hmm. you know, but the more that we can get involved with people who are from that dynamic, is the better for everybody else because we can pinpoint them in the right direction where they need to go. Yeah, that, I think that's important, like, because, you know, people um, don't understand that, like, literally, we all need some form of help. And as well as your, your, what, you, what you guys are all doing is amazing, but it's also important to, like, refer people to that medical help as well. Mm-hmm. And and I think it just kind of reminds me of, um, sort of my mentor, but at times, even, like, like I said, with Ben, with this podcast, we it's like, again, similar in the sense where we want to use it to help others and invite others like yourselves to come on and, and have a platform to discuss these issues. But at the same time, we're not, we have the life experience, but we're not, um, we're not experts. So we've never kind of made out that, oh, you know, because we've gone through this, we know it all. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course not. Mm-hmm. Same way, like, even though it's our platform, and what was willing to learn from yourselves and other guests that come on, because essentially that that's what, about it's just a platform for people to share there's no you know sense of like well i know all because i've like, yeah i'm not the only one who's lost both parents i'm sure there's other people who've, who've been through mm-hmm. as well but i think um one thing that i, I want to say is that like it's i think one important thing about starting this is about changing narrative amongst the men like and i feel like there's there's kind of two narratives in a sense where people have this idea that men don't talk mm-hmm. in general and you guys are changing that and there's also this idea that like you know as black men we have this certain persona or, or stereotype and usually it, it, it trickles down to this notion of a man that was meant to be just strong all the time hard but again we're trying to change that like black men do talk we do go we all go through things of course you know? so it's yeah. not about trying to um you know i mean pe- people define masculinity in many different ways like, in, in this day and age, everyone moves the goalpost all the time but 
I'm not, but you can be strong and you can be, um, I don't want to say weak, but you can be vulnerable at the same time. You know, it's, it's not like, oh, you must be one and then you're not no, the no. other, you know, and especially like now there's a, there's a lot of conversation around mental health given COVID, you know, just what we've been through the past year alone, that that is enough to take a toll on your mental health. But going through that alone and going through, you know, having, losing someone as well, that's, it's a lot to yeah, deal yeah. with. It's a, like, and people don't understand that, like literally, you know, um, unfortunately there's been a lot of people through the lockdown that haven't made it, whether they've, mm -hmm. they've passed away or it's it's been mental health issues and sadly they've taken their lives like but we don't know these things so i, I guess like we have to be kind of just be mindful of how we come across others like again people don't know the backstory yeah so we, we can just say from the outside looking in yeah it's fine you can just you you'll be all right you get back or yeah you know whatever it is you're young this all these different different things you know and i think people need to like just remember that and but i know like this is might be sound like an obvious question but um what do your partners kind of think about all the work you guys are doing? Like, what's been their reception? Um, yeah, for me, um, I to start with, I didn't tell my wife what I was doing. Oh, really? <laughs> um, I just uh, that was mainly that was mainly more for f being more mindful of my wife, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, so I told her I was working on something, but I didn't say what it was um, until it was ready to go, ready to launch. Um, and then the day before I was ready to launch it, that was when I showed her. You know what I'd been working on and what I'd gone through, but it was good because then that opened up the conversation for me and her to have that conversation. You know because I wanted to have the conversation with my wife of you know how are you doing, you know tell us how you feel, um, and then what I wanted to do was I wanted to give her a bit of time to get her head around things and you know understand what she was and recover because you know um, she went through hell for a, for a whole week while we were trying to. Um, to get to the bottom of what was going on and stuff like that. So she needed time to, you know, recover and repair. And it was one of them where I was like, right, uh, I'm not going to get her involved in it until I'm ready to show her where I think she's at a point where we can actually sit down and have that conversation. Um, but yeah, now, um, I think for her, I think it's helped her as well, the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing because she knows what I went through. You know, and she's exactly the same mindset as what I am, whereby she's just glad that we're using our experience to be able to help other people. Mm. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think similar. So, you know, we're we're fortunate. We've got we've got two boys now um, <clears throat> who, who are great. You know, we're very lucky. I think you know that coupled with kind of a bit of time and and you know the recovery, I think is 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 really important. Um, yeah, speaking to him, said, you know, I've met Chris and, and he's he's doing something great. I'd love to be a part of it. I think because we're at that stage where it's it's okay to talk about at home, we're quite open about it, you know, and, and share the experiences and the trauma and, and kind of been able to digest, you know, what happened and, and even, you know, why it might have happened. Um, I think she's, she's, you know, again, similar to Chris, it's, it's if, if you can go and help one person through what we're doing here today and, and beyond, then, you know, go and do it. And it's, uh, you know, it's really worthwhile. Um, and, and who knows, it might it might grow to a point that you know there's more more help out there for for women as well that go through it you know post pre and, and post miscarriage so <clears throat> yeah i don't know how down how about yourself Yeah. So 
that she can find out your stuff. And that's what I had with my wife as well. We went to some counselling sessions for her. I sat in, wasn't going to speak, just let her get on with it. And within a couple of sessions, I'm getting involved talking, having an opinion. So it helped me massively as well. As a result of that, and at the same, same stage, obviously, at the time, we're very open as a couple. We're very honest with each other. I told her that I was being very proud of what I'm doing. Yeah, that's, that's good. It's really good <coughs> to know that. But also, I can bounce ideas off of same with these guys. Mm. We've got the relationship to do that with our partners. If I go, is this a good idea? Should I be picking that somewhere else? What do you think about this? Should I bring it up with the board? And she can give a female opinion on it. Mm. On externally, how would that look to her? I know she's not going to know what guys are going through, but she can say, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Certainly, it's certainly, for me, uh, I wear this T-shirt with pride. No, I love it, I love it, man. Like, honestly, that is so beautiful hearing that, you know, your partners are supportive. And because the thing with vulnerability is it's not, it, it, like, it's so key. Like, you need to just be able to have it because you, if you don't, you feel like you, you're not, you have to be in this sort of shell where, and mm. and don't get me wrong, a lot of us, are, everyone, we're all different. You know, some people, more than others, are not really inclined to show emotions. And I'm not saying that's a, a, a bad thing or it's necessarily wrong. Maybe they have their own way of doing it, but I feel like you just need something. You need to be able to express in, in whichever way, that's healthy, of course, whichever way that, that is, is, is right for you. And having people like that around you, especially in, in the form of your partners, who, where you can, kind of, even though it sends it for them, but they're behind you 100%, you know, I'm sure, well, I'm sure it gives you guys that that boost to kind of continue with what you're doing and I helping more people. Us, it's key, I mean, we all like it anyway, luckily. It allows us to be that vulnerable, right? None of us have had a problem coming on this podcast. None of us have a problem chatting with guys at work about our experiences. Partly because we're okay with them now, to an extent, and partly Yeah. To show that's okay. Yes. It's not the worst thing that you're thinking. The reason you're not open up uh, isn't going to happen broadly. But even if you don't want to open up, you've got the website, you've got the forum, you can see people writing their stories, you can read about people who might have gone through some sort of similar experience, and you can see the responses from, from the team or from other people who have contributed in there. And hopefully that will help. Mm. And the thing is with the the thing is with the website as well is that you can do it anonymously. Mm. You know they don't have to use their full name. They don't have to use their real name. They can put whatever they like in there. Um, and I think that also helps as well, isn't it? Because you're still kind of hiding behind that screen. Mm. So while you're ready to kind of let your guard down a little bit, you might not be at that point where you're ready to let your guard down to the whole world and you want people to know your name and stuff like that. Um, and sometimes it gives you that little bit of sense of security there as well. So you can put a you know a false name down and you can share your full story. You know, and yes, you'll know who you are. And, you know, if your partner was to come onto the website and see that, they would be able to see that story as well. But the, the other people who are responding or replying, 
um, they don't know who's behind that screen. Yeah. You know, it could be anybody <laughs> who's behind it. Um, obviously, we use our proper names on it because mm -hmm. obviously we've got our logos yeah. on as well um, to respond from a you know from an administrative <coughs> point of view. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, and you, you're 100 right in what you were saying there before as well with regards to you know strength and stuff like that behind it because not everybody will share their experience. Mm -hmm. You know, some people do want to keep it uh, quiet, and that's you know that's 100 percent fine. But what we want people to know is is that we're out there if they need to speak yeah. to somebody and they want to get to that point where they feel comfortable to do so, that we're available, you know, for them to be able to, to share that message. And, you know, it might not be that they want to share their story, but they just feel lonely and they want someone to talk to. You know, like I say, yeah. not everybody's got the same sort of support networks that we have, you know, and that's the people that we will cater for as well in terms of, you know, never, ever, ever feel like you're alone. You know, reach out to us and speak to us, you know. And I would have no issues, you know, if someone comes on from Newcastle who says, you know, I'm feeling really, really low at the minute. I'd have no problem going to say, right, okay, where are you from? I'll come and see you, we'll have a coffee together. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's sort of, that's where we want to be. We want to be in that, in that sort of mentality whereby we're like, right, okay, you know, yes, okay, we probably can't, we don't, we're not going to give you the answers that you need if you want, you know, need professional therapy and stuff like that. But we'll put you in touch with them people. In the meantime, we'll pick up, you know, that piece and say to you, you know, if you are feeling lonely, you know, let's go and grab a coffee together. You know, 10, 15 minutes out of your time, grab a coffee together, you know, and that's what it's about. It's just about being there to help that person, mm -hmm. you know, and um, and making sure that they know that they're not alone because, it, you know, it is, a, as I said before, you know, there's nothing worse than being in a room with your own thoughts with, no, with nobody to talk to. That's it. And I think I think the website in particular, because it is, you've got the option of being anon anonymous or, or putting your name out there if, if you want to. It's, it's actually, you know, when you go through it, you, you kind of find yourself in a bit of a bubble of just, I don't know, difficult situation, you, you know, trauma, anger, not really knowing where to turn to. But I think the website, it really serves as a, as a really strong platform just for identifying that other people <clears throat> have kind of been there. They, they, they're going through the same. They, they can relate to your story. It provides a little bit of familiarity with, with some of the those feelings that you're having. Um, and, and even if it is just, you know, a bit of an unload behind a, an anonymous name or if it's something more, you know, um, you know, communicative in terms of setting up a coffee meeting or something like that. It's, it's, it's a platform that kind of serves the whole bandwidth of, of those kind of, um, I guess, needs or the way people want to share their experience. So, mm. um, we're already seeing, you know, the, the, the people that, that interact with the website, it's, it's a whole range. And I think it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's already serving kind of what we, <coughs> what we're hoping it to do. Um, I think it goes right into what Daniel, Daniel was saying around just that pride, you know, you, you put the t-shirt on, you, you talk to people about it, you think, you know, I'm really proud <coughs> of, of what we're doing. Um, I think even in the workplace, you, you talk about, I know we had a chat earlier, Chris, about sort of workplace approach and, and sort of education. Yeah. Um, it, you know, people at work, like, well, how, how do you get involved with that? What does it mean? You know, and, and it's that if I tell you, you tell someone else, you tell someone else. And that's that's really what we're what we want. talking to workplaces about their policies around 
helping employing them in those really sort of situations to have sick pay specifically for miscounts, mm. for that sort of thing. That's, that's, that's a big thing. There's so much, so much variety of things that we can get involved in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we're all, you know, we're 100% behind that. Obviously, there's us three here today. Um, we've got a guy called Craig who couldn't make it today and another guy called Jordan who can't make it. But the demographic that we've got now as well is it's kind of, you know, Jordan's up in Scotland, I'm up in Newcastle. These three guys are down here in the south, you know, so we kinda, we're kind of widespread across the UK. Um, we've got um, guys in America who are reaching out to us who want to nice. open an American chapter, if oh, you will. Nice. Um, that's a talk that will happen in the coming weeks. Um, and that's simply to do with the American healthcare more than anything else is that it's so difficult for them to get, you know, therapy sessions and stuff like that that's fully funded without costing thousands and thousands of pounds. But what they want to do is is open up a similar, you know, miscarriage for men, but with the premise that they can be a group of guys who can meet up regularly, you know, and obviously the size of America might not work like that, but even if they just meet up over Zoom or, you know, something like that where they can just have, you know, half an hour together just having a bit of a chat and uh, and build on that and develop a forum from there, um, which is something that we're very much open to. And, you know, like I said before, working with other charities as well as, you know, we will work with, you know, any other charity that comes to us. You know, we're already working with a few. Um, we've got a few things in the pipeline that we need to, that we need to build on and develop. Um, but it will, you know, it, like Daniel says, it'll go, it'll go from strength to strength just because, um, you know, it's big charities that are reaching out to us who are saying, do you know what it is? We want to do something mm -hmm. around a men's chapter of what we're doing, you know. And when you've got people who are in that mindset, who are, you know, well-established companies who've been around for years, who are coming to you and asking, you know, would you be willing to partake in, you know, in a podcast or, or something like that? Um, I done one um, a few weeks back with Caterpillar in Australia, you know, um, and they decided that they wanted to do it both in their Australian chapter and in Peterborough. So right. I went, joined this call, and, uh, and there was thousands of people on this call. I couldn't see who was on it because I was only part of the admin, so I couldn't see who was on it. Um, and it wasn't until afterwards they sent me the the, um, the numbers around it, and I was just shell-shocked, you know, that how many people had tuned in just to listen to what we had to say. And again, you know, that was something that... Um, that showed what we were talking about before there because the amount of traffic that was driven in that day mm -hmm. after we'd had that call, you know, the, it was it was through the roof. And again, it was probably one of them where it's probably not being talked about in the workplace, but they want to do because they were the the whole thing is they do a um, they do like a special uh, meeting every 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 last Wednesday I think it is in the month, um, and they invite all the different uh, all the different officers. Um, and they talk about different stuff, so it's all about diversity and equality and stuff like that. Uh, and as part of this diversity program, they wanted to hear about the stories of miscarriage and stillbirth from a men's point of from a men's point of view. Mm -hmm. um, and the amount of men that actually joined the call, it was you know it was, it was horrible to see because it's obviously they've probably something that they've all that they've been through the ones who've joined. But in the same time, it was great to see that we had such an audience that that were willing to tune in and learn more about it. And as part of that, you know, there was a lot of women on the call as well. And we've had women reach out to us on the website. And although we're called Miscarriage for Men, you know, we're, we're non-descriptive. You know, if women want to come to the platform, they're more than welcome yeah. to do so. And the chances are that if they are coming to the platform, it's probably to get help for the partner. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it kind of, you know, it opens up such a, a, a diverse range in terms of who we're talking to and dealing with. Um, but, you know, like I say, you know, we'll help anybody. You know, it doesn't make a difference for us, um, male or female. You know, we'll, we'll, help, we'll help whoever needs the help. So. Yeah.
Yeah, a, qu- a question um, I wanted to ask about miscarriage. Obviously, I, I'm not as educated in the topic, but I think there was a celebrity that went through it. I think she's from Made in Chelsea, and I think um, she posted something on Instagram, and um, I don't think there was some f- positive feedback and obviously negative because um, people thought that, oh, you shouldn't post something like this, but she thought that, oh, it, it might have been the right moment mm-hmm. to post it because... Yeah, yeah. I think celebrities um, kind of um, are trying to think of a word that they assume because they don't go through stuff that they, they, they just live life that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As, mm-hmm. as though it's fine but really they go through stuff behind the scene and I think what I wanted to ask was um, how come some celebrities aren't as open when it comes to going through miscarriage or they don't want to talk about it or is it because they're afraid of that they might get, uh, I don't know, public shame or, or something. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. And, I, yeah. you know, I think you hit the nail on the head there in terms of what it is. I think when you live in that celebrity lifestyle, I think it's a case of uh, they, might be, they might be more disinclined to open up yeah. because they think, oh, they're just doing this for sympathy. You know, especially if stuff has gone on in the past, you know, if they've had, you know, bad press in the past and now they've gone through a miscarriage or a stillbirth pregnancy loss. And now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, okay, you know, we've been through a miscarriage, we're going through a sad time, whatever. People look at that as like an awe factor, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like, oh, you know. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that would that would come with that is that they might think from a celebrity point of view that they that they're doing it for for that factor yeah. to try and you know boost their credibility as such. But why should why should they not talk about it? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. of course they should. You know, if they're upset, because the thing is if they actually post publicly about it, about the miscarriage or the stillbirth or pregnancy loss or whatever, it stops people asking the question, you know, because if they don't and they've got friends who don't know what's going on, it might be, oh, you're right, how's your pregnancy going and stuff like that when they might actually had the pregnancy loss two weeks before, you know. So opening up and sharing more about it, um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm all for it. You know, if people are willing to to engage and actually um, put it out there, yes, it's not a nice topic to talk about, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, it is about just raising that awareness and letting people know. You know, it is all right to talk about it. Um, the um, with regards to the guys from Made in Chelsea, we've done a bit of work um, with a company called Bloss, um, who are quite new, um, and that's Binky Felstead from Chelsea, who's uh, who's who's part of that. Um, and that was another company who we done um, we done some work with in terms of um, how do they engage and interact with their with their male followers, um, you know. And there's a whole host of things. I think it's going to continue. Whereby we'll we'll do some more work with them at some point as well. Um, but it is it you know it's a difficult topic to talk about. And like you say, you know, from a from a celebrity point of view, I think you know there's always going to be people who are going to have negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a lot of negativity on LinkedIn when I first started this um, in terms of, you know, why is it, why is a guy set this up? You know, why have you got a group called miscarriage for men? You know, yeah. all this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, but then I'm quite strong willed, you know, so negativity, st- I'll just brush that off. You know, I'm not, I'm not concerned about that because, you know, yes, I might have eight or nine comments on there that are saying, yeah, you're a man, deal with it kind of thing, mm. you know, but there's 90 other thousand people who've commented who are saying thank you for doing this. You know, so it's kind of, you know, you kind of have to weigh that up. And it, it, it is one of them where you're always going to end up with negativity. Obviously, with the with celebrities, though, you're more in the limelight, you yeah. know. And it is a case that y- you are going to get that negativity because people are like that. You know, some people don't like, you know, Freddie Flintoff, for instance, you know, but others might love him. 
you know, mm. and those who don't like him will automatically have that negativity towards him if he came out and said, oh, you know, me and my wife have gone through this, you know, touch what never happens. But, you know, that kind of, you're in that kind of scenario. If somebody already doesn't like that celebrity, you know, they're not going to think twice about leaving a negative comment on there. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, <clears throat> I think one thing that does highlight is is the lack of education there is around things like miscarriage. So, you know, for for someone to post, a celebrity to post something around, around miscarriage, I think is, is really powerful. You know, it's quite a vulnerable you know position to be in uh through miscarriage anyway so to, to have the strength i think to post about that and, and sort of raise the awareness I, I think any you know unfortunately part of i guess being a celebrity in that public forum you, you open yourselves to both the positive and, and the negative um <clears throat> but i think you look at those negative comments and think you know is this somebody that just doesn't understand hasn't been through this maybe can't relate you know that that perhaps isn't educated around miscarriage and therefore doesn't really as we were saying earlier doesn't doesn't understand that the journey someone might have been through before that before that took place um and i think you know i think it's, i think it's a huge sort of uh you know position of strength for someone to be able to post and you know for someone that isn't the limelight to post something like that uh, i think it serves you know the just cause that we're that we're kind of pushing that actually yeah. you know there there is a lot more that can be done and and hopefully this is just the just the start of it yeah If they're doing it, that's one million people. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a lot of risk to take on if you want to yeah. do that. So fair play, whoever from the celebrity point of view has the courage and bravery to do that. Exactly. It is gonna do exactly what David said. It's gonna put the stigma away a little bit from talking about miscarriage. So yeah, there will be some negativity, but the same with Chris, who is what, eight eight comments and ninety thousand people. But one of the good things that's co coming out of it, or not a good thing, there's never a good thing to come out of pregnancy loss, but you're seeing more and more celebrities who are opening up about it. Yeah. You know, you've seen yeah. it with Meghan Markle, you've seen it with John Legend and uh, yeah. and his wife, you know, these, these, these figures coming out and talking about it is is what we need you know because they you know they're open about it and they're happy to talk about it and mm -hmm. explain you know the story behind it like you say you know if a celebrity wants to do it you know a fair fair props to them you know because yeah, yeah. you know it is going to be one of them like you say you know a million comments within the space of what 20 minutes if that you know sure um and if they're prepared to open up and talk about it great you know mm. if that can raise awareness and the story behind it um yeah, you know, I'm I'm all for that, you know, because uh, that is what we're ultimately trying to achieve here is to let people know, you know, you can talk about yeah. miscarriage and pregnancy loss and stuff like that um, without being ashamed to do so, you know, and don't ever be ashamed to say that you're hurting because, you know, it's a natural phenomenon, you know, happens every day in life. And you were talking before about people who are, uh, who are strong and don't necessarily want to talk about, for me, the strongest ones are the ones who's talking mm -hmm. about it because, you know, they're putting that, that fear at the back of their mind and they're actually generating the thoughts and actually getting it out there that you know what it is yes i am hurting but at the same time i'm determined to make a difference here yeah, yeah. and i think you know that that celebrity thing, i think another thing that's come to my mind is you mentioned kind of the the celebrities kind of envisioned as this this perfect life you know n nothing's really ever goes wrong you know you've got the fame the money you know everything you could ever ever wish for 
Um, and I think posts like that and the celebrities have mentioned, you know, it, it's a it's sense that it's real. It happens. It's life, you know, and, and it, even being a celebrity, it, do, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't, yeah. you know, pregnancy loss and miscarriage. It doesn't kind of choose based on how successful you are, how famous you are. You know, it's it's, it's happened. And um, I, th I think it's great that you know, it gets the coverage it does from the celebrity kind of personnel as, as well as kind of people like us yeah. that have been through it, Absolutely. you know, because it, it is reality and it's it's a sad reality. But one that I think um, you know definitely opens a door for more discussion. So you know, good comes from. I it. mean, the I mean, the big thing with that is, as you look at the figures around you know miscarriage and pregnancy loss, one in four. We're five people sat in a room, and three of us have been through it. You know, <laughs> so it's you know it's it, it's one of them where um, it does it does need to be publicised more, and it needs to um, it needs to be talked about more in a, in a more open forum because you know. Like David's saying, it's part and parcel of life. You know, you can have, you can be a celebrity and have the best medical care in the world, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, fair play to these celebrities who are willing to open up and say, you know, I've gone through this. Just know you're not alone. Type thing. You know, is I think I think it's outstanding and commendable that they're yeah. that they that they're prepared to put themselves in that public limelight and do so. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that that's what we need to remember a lot of the time, especially amongst celebrities anyway, people have this, um, people put them on a pedestal, people think that, you know, they're human as well, you know, that, that's, you know, you, you can't think that they don't, because they have fame and money, that means that, that means they're immune from stuff we will go through. You yeah, know? yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. People for, people forget that, but like, it's, it's important that there is no awareness, it's important what you guys are doing, because as, as I said before, it's all education, that's all it is, it's all education, educating people about these things, you know, and and you know, from what we discussed, like you've been six months in, so who knows where you're gonna be in the next six months, you know, and I just hope wish you guys all the best with um everything you guys are doing. I just hope more men continue to open up, talk and, and benefit from all that you guys are doing. Um but just as we as we wrap up, where can let people find um uh, find the uh, miscarriage for men in terms of socials or the website and things like that? Yeah, so obviously we've got we've got the website. Obviously, we can share the link with you guys anyway, so we can put that on. But um, obviously, we're www.miscarriageformen.com, um, and then on the social platforms, we've got a Facebook page, which is the same, it's the same logo, and the same on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, we're not as active on Twitter, but certainly on Instagram and on Facebook page, we're active. Um, and then come across to the website, the forums there. It doesn't close; it's open all the time. Um, and someone will get back to them as soon as possible, you know, and thank you for inviting me down. I think I speak for all of that, you know, six months down the line, I'd love to do this again and, yeah, you know, update definitely. people where we are again, you know, and uh, and how we've moved on from there. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're always, like we always say, we're always happy to have guests as much times as we want, you know, always learn, happy to see the growth and continue doing the good work. And but I, think, I know, I know you, was already in, you guys are already in London, but I thank you guys for at least making the time to come sit with us and have this chat. You know, it's been a it's been a pleasure, and I hope everyone who's been watching and listening definitely take some take something away from it. And actually, it's actually good because this is going to be out on so on the I think it's the 9th to the fifteenth of October. It's baby loss awareness yes, yep. week. Yes. So yep. I think that that will be um good again, just spreading awareness. Absolutely. You know, of course, it's it, it's more than just it takes more than just a week to learn about these things, but at least in that moment, people can understand a bit more from the men's perspective as well about you know what goes on because. You know, men, it's not uh, us versus them, but men, you know, we go through things as well. Obviously, we can't understand every single aspect, but, yeah. you know, it's just good to um, learn. So thank you, guys, man. No, thank you yeah, for inviting us down. No, appreciate you guys um, coming. Thank you. But yeah, I think that's that's about it. We ran, ran a little bit over time, but 
I, I think that happens though, doesn't it? When you're in that environment, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're in gate when you when you're in that environment, you're actually an art. It's not my fault. Thank you guys, man. Oh.